We are I. For many, 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 many years now, you know, I've been working out and in the fitness industry, in the health and wellness industry, playing sports, being outside, adventuring around. And this really stems for 40 years. And I would say seriously active for almost all that. You know, I've been hiking my entire life. I've been hunting my entire life, fishing my entire life. I've played baseball. From t-ball to machine pitch to fastball, I've played indoor soccer, basketball, uh, street ball, not you know indoor ball. I've played football, and football was my my mainstay. You know, I loved track and field when I was young, super fast, hundred meter, four hundred meter, loved that. That's why I was a running back when I played football. You know, I've spent countless, countless, countless days in the backcountry. And I've loved every minute of this. I've rode, you know, on a row erg. I've skied on a ski erg. I've skied, I've snowboarded. I've did single skulls, double skulls. Like it just like the list is endless. And through all of these things, you know, you sweat. You sweat and I sweat profusely. And I couldn't understand why. And I've been on this quest. Anybody who knows me, and I may have mentioned this on the podcast a lot of times, like why do some people sweat so much more than others? Like, why do they? And I haven't really had a great answer, but through a bro science hypothesis, I, I come to the conclusion that it seemed like people whose testosterone levels were higher sweat more. Like women who had, you know, a higher amount of muscle mass on their body seemed like they sweat more. Men who had a higher amount of muscle mass seemed like they sweat more. Determined athletes. You know, I know a woman who sweat tons, you know, but she was the type of woman, she had her black belt in karate, you know, trained for multiple, multiple, multiple bodybuilding shows. You know, another man who, you know, cyclist, you know, has rode thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of miles on his bike. You know, I sweat profusely. I couldn't really understand why. And now that I know that my testosterone levels are low for a 40-year-old male, I'm, you know, skidding the bottom part of 400 when, you know, I would love to be eight or 900. But obviously, this is a whole nother conversation that I've got to on this podcast. So I'm like, well, obviously, testosterone can't be the reason because, you know, my testosterone levels are actually really low. You know, I may have muscle mass on my body because I work out and I'm physically active, but my testosterone levels are low. So fuck, there goes the bro science. And I'm like, okay, well, this is interesting. So I've di- dove a little bit deeper into the subject and it's like, well, how does the body become hydrated? Because this is something I've always tracked and followed too, is my hydration levels on my bioimpedance scale, because it really does affect all other numbers because, you know, the electrical signal that goes through your body is obviously going to, you know, flow through water and, you know, bounce back off tissue. So, you know, this is how it begins the reading. So if your hydration levels aren't the same every time that you step on that scale, then, 
you know, how are you getting an accurate reading? And why have my hydration levels always hovered around 52 to 55% when theoretically our bodies are about 70% water? And that's a massive delta. That's a huge delta when it comes to hydration because, you know, I always say in my easiest analogy to people for people to understand when it comes to why you would want to be properly hydrated for absolutely no other reason. Well, if I'm like, if I'm going to feel an electrical current, and I pour some water on the ground and I step back five feet and it becomes electrically charged. You'll never feel the current. You know, if I make that, you know, puddle two inches deep and I stand with my toes right on the edge, barefoot, you know, I might feel a little something on my toes, but not really. If I make that water four inches deep and I put one foot in, I'm going to feel some electrical charge. For sure. If I make that water 12 inches deep and I put both feet in it, electrically charge it, you're absolutely right. I'm going to feel it. Well, it's the same thing as your brain. Well, your brain is sending electrical signals throughout your body, helping you make decisions, good decisions, bad decisions, all decisions. And it's responsible for everything in your body. So knowing that your brain is roughly around 80% water, why the fuck would you not want that thing that helps you be a better you in every single capacity that you could ever possibly come up with? Why wouldn't you want your brain to be properly hydrated? Because you're not thinking clear. You're not thinking straight. You're not thinking. You're not doing. Like There's no way because that body's not sending those electrical signals properly. Because it's not properly hydrated. And knowing that it's around 75% of people in the West are chronically and massively dehydrated. So chronically, regular, regularly all the time, massively, like a very, very low percentage. So how are these people thinking properly or how much better decisions that they could be making? How much better could their bodies be functioning if they were properly hydrated and boil this all the way down to constipation, say dry skin, needing cream for your skin. Well, this is also something that I've thought It's like, well, how does your body store water? Because it seems like drinking water doesn't equate to storing more water, having properly you know, proper hydration levels, because we know that this isn't true. I can drink a ton of water in the day and not be properly hydrated. Well, what the fuck am I doing? Is because it's like my two espressos a day that I'm getting dehydrated and my body's not absorbing that water? And it's like, no. No, not at all. Because drinking water doesn't equal hydration. It's the biggest fallacy. Saying that people need to drink 8 to 10 to 12 glasses of water a day Having an extra one liter of water per workout, having an extra one liter or if not one and a half liters of water, you know, per sauna session. Well, it actually has the reverse effect because you're flushing out, you know, vitamins and minerals, water soluble vitamins, you're washing it all out, you know, and this is going to have a direct effect on your bone density and your body to be able to function and have your systems function properly. Water Intake of water does not equal hydration, no matter how much that you want to try to convince anybody of the like, it is absolutely not. And anybody who tells you in any literature that you read says simply drinking water equals hydration in the body is so fucking full of shit. 
So water in the body is actually stored as crystalline water. Like this is the structure. This is what water is in the body. And you need to understand that crystalline water is not just water. And the way to be able to store water in the body, lo and behold, your electrolytes. Sodium, potassium, and magnesium. However, there's one more. Chlorine. This little known mineral named chlorine. Those four things help you store water in your body. Now, we turn the, the hands of time back and, you know, even probably what you think most people understand of who takes electrolytes. Endurance athletes, marathoners, Ironmen, and women. This is the people who take electrolytes. This is what's always kind of been the narrative. I've been around fitness for decades, and there's never really been an abundance of talk of, you know, people and just in general, how general everyday taking electrolytes and how important that is. And I've been harping on this a lot lately is that when I take my noon tabs, I sleep so much better because of the magnesium that's in them. Like, think about this. Like, when I take these noon tabs, I sleep better. There's no doubt in my mind that that is true. So just regular everyday people, if they were, if they have a, a, a sleep deficiency and insomniac, maybe try taking noon tabs. Something as simple as that. Maybe you don't need a sleeping pill. Maybe you need to burn off more energy. Yes, maybe you need to try, stop drinking so many caffeinated beverages. All the like, and maybe you need to take something like a noon tab, a hydration tab. Absolutely. What is something else that endurance athletes have always taken to besides electrolytes? Well, salt tabs to help keep the water in the cells. Crystalline water. Well, what's in sodium? Chloride. What's the basis for chlorine? Chloride. You see where I'm going here? So this is where it comes down like, yes, you can get potassium, magnesium, and sodium and chlorine from your food, whether we're talking meats or whether we're talking, you know, fruits or vegetables. You know, but when you sweat, when you profusely sweat, you know, like dehydration can be caused by, you know, many, many, many things. And the number one thing that everybody does every single day on a vast, vast scale is taking some kind of caffeine, tea, coffee, energy drinks, caffeine tabs, anything along those lines. And those things cause dehydration. So you're already, this is the reason why that people are chronically and massively dehydrated because they're not drinking enough water and when they do drink a liquid, it's typically not water. It's like a juice or alcohol, coffee, more coffee, tea, more tea. And a lot of these things, alcohol and um, and coffee and tea are diuretics. This can have a, a direct impact on the kidneys. Excessive sweating causes dehydration, obviously. Vomiting and diarrhea causes dehydration, obviously. And remember, by the time that you feel thirsty, you're already dehydrated. You are past the point. Now, all of these things are also what throw your electrolyte levels off. So simply just drinking water 
when you're thirsty, when you're already dehydrated, and the dehydration is caused by any one of these things or just a lack of drinking water, period, you know your electrolyte levels are off. There's no, there's no two, like you can't argue one without the other, like you, it has to be. And when your electrolyte levels are off and you're, you're dehydrated and you're not properly hydrated, it can directly affect your quality of sleep, your dietary patterns, because you're going to start craving things that have, you know, sodium, potassium, magnesium, and chlorine in them. But what happens when you start to crave food and you're immediately hungry and you want something now? Then this is where it happens where it gets into like chocolate bars, chips, and donuts. Why do you think people crave chips? The salt, homeboy. Because your body just needs the, the chlorine, the chloride. You need it. Travel causes dehydration. Alcohol consumption, like we said, causes dehydration. All of these things. So why are you not taking electrolytes, an electrolyte supplement, no matter who you are, and especially if you're sitting in a sauna or you're training, it is critical. It is absolutely essential and critical, especially if you're trying to see any results by this. What's the point of sitting in the sauna to be able to get this increased quality of life if subsequently then you are you know, having your electrolytes off balance and not being able to sleep properly or, you know, long-term impacts of, you know, being dehydrated and your electrolyte levels being off, that has direct impacts on your heart. It's very key when you go get blood work done by the doctor, they check your electrolyte levels to be able to understand whether your electrolyte levels are high and sufficient because it's, it's absolutely critical to so many key areas of your life. You know, we know what sleep, you know, Lack of sleep causes obesity. Lack of sleep causes chronic disease. Lack of sleep causes irritability. Lack of emotional control. Lack of emotional understanding. It can be from your electrolyte levels. Why wouldn't you take electrolyte supplements? So this comes back and begs me the question, with knowing how important this is, why aren't electrolytes prescribed by doctors? Again, is there complete and utter lack of understanding of quality of life and how to be able to prevent chronic disease and chronic ailment. It's something as simple if they prescribed, like legitimately prescribed electrolytes, how much it could change the course of human beings and their health and their behavior, the quality of life. The two things that they should absolutely be prescribing without a doubt and routinely checking every six months is people's electrolyte levels and their vitamin D levels. Wholeheartedly. So take away from this podcast what you will, whether or not that you think electrolyte levels are for the masses. It's just that endurance athletes, athletes in general, people who work out, weekend warriors, sauna sitters, you know, sunbathers, no matter who you are, what category that you fall in, how absolutely critical it is that you take an electrolyte supplement. Well, if you don't believe me, do 5, 10, 15 minutes of research on your own. And you can understand all of this because simply drinking water does not mean that you are hydrated. And knowing that water is stored in the body as crystalline water, 
is a great place to start in your research. So hopefully you learned a little something you know, today and a little bit of understanding of how to stay hydrated and how critical that is. And we didn't even get into how like, you know, the body being on average 70, 75%, you know, water and how most all organs and tissue is up to around like that 80, 85% water. Well, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Like the, it begs the question of like, why wouldn't you do these things? Why wouldn't you take an electrolyte supplement or make sure that you're just eating foods that have, you know, elevated levels of chlorine, potassium, magnesium, and sodium, or sodium, magnesium, potassium, however you want to cut it, whatever you want to do, just understand that this only affects you, this only affects your body, your way of thinking, your performance, your sleep, your body, you, your vehicle, your vessel to carry you through life. So, Enjoy your day and think about it a little bit. And think how much easier it would be to think about it if you were properly hydrated.